Welcome to the Antler Up Report. This is the place where you will hear from hunters discussing real time in the moment tactics and stories. Tune in, enjoy, and antler up. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to this week's edition of the Antler Up Report. I'm joined by Dan Hansel. Dan, appreciate you coming back on the show. It's been a minute. I did not even get a chance to look at to see what episode you actually came on. But for uh, anyone listening that's been a longtime listener, uh, recognize that name. Uh, Dan is local to me here in central PA where I live uh, over here on outside of Phillipsburg and actually went to school with my wife and uh, attended Penn State University, worked there for a couple of years, developed an app called Trophy tracks and over the last couple years especially since dan has been uh on the show you've kind of we're going to dive into what trophy tracks is and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that but dan man thanks for coming on the show how are you doing I'm doing great, Jeremy. Hey, thanks for having me back. Uh, it has been a while, but there's been a, a lot of changes in the app, and I'm excited to talk about these changes. And, yeah, I, I appreciate you uh, inviting me back onto the show and really pumped about these new updates that Trophy Tracks just came out with. So really excited to tell everybody about it. Sweet, man. Absolutely. You know, I, I do want to just kind of start off and just like kind of, you know, after having the opportunity to, to you know, try it and, and, uh, beta test it and all that stuff and give you some feedback. You know, I, I think it's important that people know like right off the bat that it's, uh, not another, uh, mapping service type of app, right? It's not like, uh, it's not like Spartan Forge. It's not like Onyx. There's certain features that are kind of similar, I guess you could kind of say. Um, but like it's, it's a, a different app in itself. And I guess, Dan, like, why don't you go ahead and, and let people know like what trophy tracks is, uh, and, and what, you know, the last couple of years, like you said, like, what have you been trying to really bring to the table? Yeah, I mean, that, that's a really good point. And we, we get this question all the time from hunters that I talk to, like, well, well, what is this? And Trophy Tracks is more of a hunting journal, right? <clears throat> it's not so much about mapping and pinning your locations and finding out, you know, what's the distance from this point to this point. It's more about keeping a journal of what you observe in, in real time while you're hunting or after you get back and you're sitting on your couch, uh, keeping track of all your old harvests, uh, maybe going and taking pictures of all of the uh, animals you have hanging on your walls or whatnot. <laughs> and uh, really the, the idea is to keep a, keep a good journal every time that you go hunting because you could take a look at these specific locations that you're hunting and really try to pick out what's the best spot to go, right? You know, is this an early October stand? Is this a morning stand? Is this an evening stand? Um, you know, combining all of that data, really think of it as a, an empowering data app, right? And you had a great episode. Uh, maybe it was the last episode or a week or week or so ago. And, and the guy talked about the, the history and how the history is, is so important. Well, that's what trophy tracks is, right? Mm -hmm. Is that year to year to year history that you could log in your journal. And the cool thing is you could take 
they get live hunting with you, you know, pull your phone out of your pocket and, and make your observations while you're in the stand, or you could do it at home on the couch, or you could take all your trail cam images and, and add it to trophy tracks. So there's many different like applications of, of use. And I think that's what sets us apart is the journaling aspect of it. Right. Mm-hmm. In the memory aspect, right to be able to recall what did I get last year or what did I get five years ago? What stand was I in? You know, what was the weather at that point in time? You know, there's all these, these little clues that you could pick up at the, uh, at the scene of the crime, so to speak, to, to figure out what is the best spot to be. And, and really trying to, we're trying to help hunters, right? I've always been that, you know, and, and I've been an IT guy for a long time. So, and a hunter. So I've always come from this background of, I want to help you. I want to help the next guy. You know, I want to pass on these, these uh, memories down to future generations. And, and I think that's what kind of sets us apart too, is the, the memory aspect of trophy tracks. Yeah, that's really cool. And, and I mean, there's times where, you know, you're able to, to keep track of certain things and write things down. And, you know, I think the, the key thing of trophy tracks is, is, is being able to, go back to like you said like obviously if you're in the stand and you had you know a fawn come by with with the you know with the uh, the big doe is you know not far behind her and it outskirts you you're not really trying to put meat in the freezer you're just watching them go by you know you have a couple minutes you know you could log that right you're logging that at that point in time or you're keeping track like okay i know it's towards last light that was my last light of of the deer that i saw and on your way home or wherever and you're finally home on the couch and you put that in on the app you're being able to see that or you have success at you know october 7th uh with with a doe or something like that and then the next year rolls around you're like oh october 7th looks like it could be a good day did i kill anything on that day and you go back into trophy tracks and i guess and you're able to to keep track of that right like you were saying the data and uh and all that type of stuff so it's it's a really cool really neat idea to you know log your your trophies oh yeah i mean and and ever since i was on you know a couple of years ago the the app has just really taken off and you know but by going to outdoor shows at least locally here i'm trying to spread the word you know we're we're on facebook instagram um you know throwing as much as we can at it um, and really just trying to get the word out, you know, more so about this app and, and what it does and how it, how we're different than all these other apps. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a very unique take on hunting. Um, and so far the, the reception that we've got from it has been excellent. Um, especially with the, the latest updates that we've just rolled out this past season. Nice. So what are some of those new updates that you, that you uh, rolled out? Yeah. So, you know, great question. Um, the, the first thing that we, we kind of completely re overhauled the entire design, right? It's same premise, right? Still keeping track of animals and movement and stuff. Um, but we added a whole lot of new graphics, uh, to the, to the app. We added many different, more animals to pick from, right? So we know that whether you're deer hunting or trapping for, uh, animals, maybe your waterfowl hunting. There's lots of waterfowl options, big game hunting out West. Um, you know, we got the, we got a lot of hunter hunters feedback over the past couple of years and they're like, well, we don't want this limited to just deer, right? We want this to be waterfowl turkeys, uh, anything that you could trap, you know, th- things like that. So we, we added a, a whole bunch of new animals to hunt and, and keep track of and, and really, 
now we uh, now now that we have data in the app and we're seeing how users are are searching for this data, we added a completely new filtering uh, section. So now you can uh, search on keyword. So if somebody like, you know, if you're hunting a big buck and maybe you give it a name and you, you're keeping track of this buck over time, um, you're able to search on that buck's name, for example. Um, you can search by date range. So I think this is like what you said earlier, like October 7th. Yep. Um, you know, maybe, maybe you got something last year. You could go into the app and, and search on just a specific date or a date range, which is really, really huge because you think Think about how things change from the beginning of October through the, the middle end of November, especially across the, you know, the northern section. Um, things change rapidly, yeah. right? So if you're hunting in early October, that's way different than hunting in the middle of November. Um, so being able to filter on those specific date ranges is huge. Um, one big change that we added um, was identifying the sex of the animal. So before we would just say, hey, I saw a deer, right? Or maybe I saw five deer. But now we say, is the animal a male or a female? If it's a male, then we give you an option to, to identify how many antler points are on each side, right? right. So I think that that's really cool. And when you're tracking, you know, an eight point or a 10 point or even better than that, it's really cool to be able to go back into those journals and say, okay, well, you know, this stands producing a lot of eight points, you know, maybe, maybe if I'm after that 10 point, I need to move somewhere else. Um, one other thing is being able to, um, edit those past journals. So, you know, once you save a journal, the, the story really isn't completely written. You can still go into that journal. You could add entries, you could edit entries, maybe the time changed, uh, or maybe you, you realized that you made an error. Maybe you realized that you wanted to add a note to it. Um, so go, being able to go back into these journals and edit the name of the journal, edit any of your journal items, we, we just thought was a huge, huge benefit to users to, to, you know, it's easy to forget stuff. Right? right. And, you know, it's, it's the ability to go back and be able to rename or edit something is just absolutely huge. So those are some of the main ones. There's, there's lots of little other ones, but yeah, those are some of the main ones. Yeah. The one that I liked is the being able to like keep track of trail cameras and, and daylight photos. Like those ones I think are really cool because I, Obviously, wherever you are on the fence with, say, uh, summertime photos, I know a lot of people, you know, a, a trend that I noticed was not putting out cameras until X month or closer to the season. And, you know, I see the value in that, obviously, and, and whatnot. But, you know, I, I find it hard to keep tabs on specific trail cam photos, right? Like I'm not very organized with my, and I know some people are, well, I found it very easy, like going on like, Oh, that, that is a good buck. I'm actually going to log that on the trophy track. So then when I could go in there, I it's there, right? It's, I don't have to try to put in the spreadsheet on my computer or whatever, have it. Uh, I'm not trying to scroll through a bunch of other pictures on that, whatever specific app, if it's a cell camera, obviously, um, you know, it, so it, it cleans that up a little bit, especially for some of those good ones that I'm hopefully going to have a chance to hunt. It keeps it in a more organized, uh, like spot. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The, the, the ability to manage trail cams and trophy tracks has really taken it to the next level with this last update. And, and some of the problems that you speak of, that's, that's 
problems industry-wide, right? Mm -hmm. You get thousands and thousands of photos, but you really only care about a handful of them, right? You know, you only really care about those mature does, or maybe you care about or, or the mature box, or maybe you care about those mature does and the doe family groups or when they're moving through, right? So it doesn't matter if you're using cell cams, if you're old, the, the old traditional SD cards, and even if you run, run a cell cam or a regular cam in video mode, right? Mm -hmm. So you take all this data that you have, and like you said, it's so easy. It takes once you get good at this, it takes literally less than 30 seconds to add a picture or an observation. So you go in, you identify the location, you upload the picture, you indicate if it's a male, female, and how many, and the date and time. Done. And like it, it's so easy because then the back end of trophy tracks, what we do is we go from that location, now we know what the weather conditions were, what the wind was doing, um, and, and all that that really good weather information. So now you could go in, filter on that location, and you get to see everything that 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 you have put in there, right? right. So we recommend, and how I do it too is. Take those daylight photos, right? Mm -hmm. Not that, you know, not to add anything from the evening, right? Because if there's a, a big hammer that shows up, maybe you want to add that. Um, but take those daylight photos because that's when you can hunt, right? And that's when you could kill them. So get it, take those daylight photos, add them to trophy tracks, and now you're really starting to, to piece together what's happening at that location. And the other thing that I always recommend and I, and I know you do this is the locations that you hunt usually have a cell phone or a cell cam or some sort of trail cam, because those are the eyes that are there when you're not there. Right. right? So now you're getting a, a whole season look at that location based on your trail cam and your own eyes. And if you put all of that into trophy tracks, now you get a really good idea of what's moving through there, what time, when it is, what the weather's doing, how the, how the weather uh, dictates that sort of movement. So the ability to add trail cam images and no matter what source it comes from, right? Even if it's an SD card and you're plugging that into your laptop, I still have trophy tracks on my phone right in front of me. And as soon as I see a good picture on my screen, if it's good enough, you know, I'll take a picture of the picture just so I can put it into trophy tracks. Right. But you don't even have to add the pictures, right? You could just indicate that it was a, this location, it was a, male buck and it was four on each side and here was the date and time right hit submit you know so it, it's a very very simple process um and, and it becomes so much easier to manage in trophy tracks than any other app that's the aspect like what i was just saying about the whole you know the trophy tracks is that more glorified easier management system instead of trying to create something like i remember last year the last two years i tried i tried creating something and it just it just wasn't working for me and you know it just fell out the wayside just because it wasn't it i hate to say it because i know i'm guilty of it you know but like I'm holding my phone right now. Like these are attached to us, right? Like the, <laughs> you know, and so having, like you said, like if you're still going through that SD card, you know, and you, you know, that could be there like, oh, okay, I do want to log that, that image. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I think it's, it's a really neat, you know, different type of uh, man. Like, honestly, Dan, like I, for me personally, I, I, I like it as a management system where I, like you said, I'm able to log that data 
uh, in a in a, a visual aspect, whether it's uh, through my own eyes as I'm out in the field seeing or or when I fill a tag, but then also the aspect of, of the trail camera. So it's like that is the, the thing that I love. It's a management system for me that's going to log this information and help me over time collect the data that I need as the time goes goes on. Absolutely. Yep. Man. And so, you know, to take it one step further, right, mm-hmm. is – once you add all this stuff, you could certainly just go into your list of journals. You could filter on that location or that trail cam and see your list of journals. Right. Right. And, and anybody could do that. Right. But the, the pro version of trophy tracks takes it even that step further. Right. So now we have what, what we're calling uh, a movement probability. So this is all based on on weather information and what we know and how how whitetails move. We give a probability, okay? Well, some other apps give a probability too. I'm not going to discount that, right? Mm-hmm. But here's the kicker that sets trophy tracks apart from all these other apps is we're taking your past data that happened already and we're combining that with the future weather forecasts and we're saying, okay, we know that you have data. Plus we know that the future forecast is such now we're combining those two factors into that movement probability, right? It's easy to say, Oh, the what, you know, a cold front moves through tomorrow's going to be a good day. Right. Mm-hmm. But now we have the data to back that up because all these years of you entering this data, whether it be, through cell cams or trail cams or through your own personal observations. Now that really increases those probabilities because, Hey, there's actually things moving in the morning at this location. Right. Right. And maybe there's things moving in the evening at these locations, but with a pro version, you could really unlock the power of trophy tracks because it's like you're combining your own eyes, observations or your trail cams observations plus the future weather forecast, right? right. There, there's really no other thing that's like that that's bringing these two things together and, and providing you with some sort of probability. Now, is it going to be exact? No. And, you know, n- nothing's really ever going to be exact. You still have to, you know, try to put yourself at the at the right spot um, and, and really the right timing because if, if you pick – pick the wrong location. Maybe you pick an evening stand or maybe you pick a a morning stand where you should have flip flopped them, you know, well, that's on you. Right. And, and that's, that's the hard part of it. Right. That's the challenge. That's the part of hunting that is so much fun that we don't want to take away that. Right. But we want to, we want to provide hunters with the intelligent tools that we now know. Right. We, we know your past observations. We know what the weather conditions were at that specific time. Um, so really that's the, the power of, of trophy tracks and to see what time of the day that those observations spike, what, what's the, um, weather temperature those, when you're seeing the most observations, what direction is the wind coming from when you're seeing these observations, right? right. Because when, you know, obviously you, you, you know, as well as, uh, most hunters, wind matters, wind matters big time. But now we have the data to prove that. And I think that that's the cool part of trophy tracks. Nice. So it's starting to get that to be the best time of the year as far as whitetail hunting goes, Dan. What's your game plan for, for these next couple of weeks for you? 
So that's a good question. I've been watching uh, my cell cams and, uh, you know, I have a few of them on food plots and then I have a few of them on scrapes inside the woods. Um, you know, I call them staging areas, you know, before they come out to eat. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting, and, and I've talked to a lot of hunters and of course I watch, listen to your podcasts and watch your reels and stuff. And, you know, everybody here, at least in central PA, is kind of saying the same thing. Like, they're not hitting the food plots. What's going on? I think we have such a bumper uh, bumper year of uh, acorns oh, yeah. that they don't have to move very far at all. Um, so, you know, that's going to play into the strategy a little bit. And, you know, trying to find these acorn flats and, and these active scrape areas, you know, that that's kind of key in the next couple of weeks. And then what I did last year with trophy tracks is all my scrapes. Um, I took all the data that I got from those scrapes because, you know, you, you can't hunt every scrape, mm-hmm. right? So I took all that data uh, from, from my cell cams or SD cards and I put that into trophy tracks. So now I'm looking at, you know, that first, second week of November to figure out, okay, what, what time of the days was this, um, what, where was the most activity? Uh, where were the biggest bucks showing up? And and one thing that I learned last year that I, I never really occurred to me, and, and, and I should be smarter about this, but now with data, I am. Um, I had a lot of movement between 11 and 2 o'clock. Yep. And, it, and I would be out of the woods by 10, 1030. And, you know, I would no sooner get home from hunting that morning and a buck would show up on my camera and I'm like, huh, all right, I'm doing something wrong here. You know, is, is it me or is it, is it just how the, the time of the year? So, you know, I think one big lesson that I learned uh, from managing these trail cams and looking at the data is there's some of these stands that I thought were maybe morning stands that turn out to be all day stands. And that's simply from the data. And, you know, that's, that's kind of a big lesson learned, I guess, that I have. And I think that's going to be a little playing a little bit more with my strategy here, you know, instead of my nap time at 12, you know, I think I better (laughs) stay there. That's awesome, Dan. I like it. Well, man, dude, I appreciate you coming on, doing a little quick hitter with us and uh, giving a little update on trophy tracks. I'm looking forward to to seeing that grow for you and, and uh, you know, helping out with that. And, you know, where could people find it? What's what's the deal with, with everything and, and, you know, what maybe how-to videos, all that type of stuff? Yeah, yeah. So uh, trophytracks.com, that's our webpage. There are download links uh, right, off, right off of our webpage, either on the Google Play Store or the Apple Store. Uh, take you to them. Uh, free to download, uh, free to use. You could make as many journals as you want. Uh, the, pro, the pro version is, of course, an upsell. Um, we do have a three-month promo code. So if you go to trophytracks.com slash promo, um, it'll, it'll tell you the process to redeem a three month free trial of trophy tracks pro. So I think that that is, you know, kind of a, a nice introductory, uh, a gift to all of you, you know, and this is, this is something that's taken a few years to really, uh, build and put together. And we're so excited about it. We're, we're super pumped about it. So we want everybody to download this, use this, use the promo codes because we love that feedback, right? If, if we're doing something wrong or maybe you want to see some new features, let us know because, you know, we are a team that is passionate about hunting and we want, we want to provide hunters with good tools in their hands. Um, 
I also um, made a whole bunch of how-to videos. So they're on our YouTube channel, um, at Trophy Tracks. So that should be pretty easy to find on YouTube. Um, and, of course, we have lots of good blogs out there. Um, the whole tr trail cam idea, there's a whole bunch of trail cam um, topics on there that you could follow and read about and learn how to do that. Um, but for the most part, hey, this is, this is something you could easily download for free on the Google Play Store or the Apple iOS Store. Awesome, man. Go check them out, trophytracks.com. Dan, good luck with these next couple of weeks and looking forward to seeing what you hopefully get a chance to knock down. And uh, everybody else out there, appreciate you tuning in for this week. We'll see you next week on a, on Wednesday for a regular back-to-show full episode. And uh, best time is yet to come, everybody. So get out there, be safe, have fun hunting, and best of luck. We'll see you next week. Antler up.